Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. My favorite fantasy is I love two hard cocks. I like to have one fucking me and I like to suck one off while the other one's fucking me. And today I'm having two of my very favorite friends come over and they're going to be eating my pussy and I'm going to be sucking them off. Mm, I can hardly wait. They should be here any minute. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. Suck it deep. Suck it. WMMRDB Rockford, where Suck you can deep. always get your freak on. Suck it. Oh, what better way to uh, start out the show than that sweeper, baby? Especially after I found out the dirty mind that my wife has. Are you kidding me? I couldn't believe this business this morning when I found out she actually does want to get tied up and tickled with a feather. Unbelievable stuff here. Hollywood is still, still reeling from this information. My goodness gracious me. Uh, how you guys doing? It's rocking with Hollywood time, baby. We got great music coming up. Sorry about the late start today. Damn audio program, man, that I used to mix the software. It, it, it's like Greg Gremlins in this shit. It never stops. It never stops messing with me. So I had to download it, reinstall it, and give a big bitch to the manufacturers of the website. You know, it, it, not website, but uh, the software. Because, you know, it, it's not cheap. It's a $400 freaking software. It should work. Kind of like uh, that helmet that Shade uh, Tree Surgeon got. If you guys checked out his latest video, he spent like four or 500 bucks on that helmet helmet and it was destroyed i was like damn man no wonder i like my ilms man nice cheap but uh keep your head attached when you hit that pavement uh today i wanted to talk about some stuff real quick uh we're gonna be talking about uh, the zombie apocalypse i have to talk about it man uh, and that's because of my kid he's really into this uh zombie apocalypse stuff so we're gonna be talking about that and we're gonna be talking about personal issues Issues that no one at work needs to hear. But before I uh, begin uh, tomorrow morning, there will not be a morning hoot show. China Dow has to be at work, and the morning hoot just isn't the same without China Dow here and just me blabbing, blab, blab, blab. You know, people get sick of that stuff, you know, hearing my ass talk all the time. So we have to get China Dow on the show, and we'll make sure that happens Monday. Maybe I'll give you guys a treat and, uh, you know, make her do a longer uh, panty review on Monday to make up for what she did. <laughs> anyway, for China now, have to say this, have to say this. You know, I pick on this broad all the time. I do. And sometimes I can understand that she don't know when I'm joking and when I'm not. And I think I'm bringing this up 
because lately, you know, last day or so, Hollywood's in the dumps, man. Ever since finding out about this accident. So I do want you guys to know that, you know, there's an on-air personality Hollywood and one that's off-air. And China is China. She's my China. And I don't like seeing China get hurt. So when she brought up this bondage deal, and see, with bondage, I'm thinking, okay, you beat the shit out of them, and you whoop their ass until it's black and blue. See, I'm not in that. I can never do that to China. You know, I know she wants to do this bondage stuff, but maybe with a feather, yes, but not no beating the shit out of her. You know, I, I, I just don't, I can't get off on that stuff. So Hollywood going through this uh, little depression phase today. You know, lost a friend if you weren't on the show this morning. He got in a motorcycle accident, got killed. And it was even worse to find out that uh, if he had a helmet on, he would have survived it. So it's got me in the dumps. But I just want, you know, the throw that out to China Doll. I don't know if she's listening. She's busy at work right now. But I do love the broad. She might be old. She might be an asshole. She might be a bipolar bitch. But I do love the broad. You know, I don't know what I'd do without my China doll. So with that said, let's talk about something very, very interesting here. Now, you could put this in any aspect that you want. You can put it in a zombie apocalypse type of, uh, you know, incident. Or a nuclear warfare type of incident. You know, what's funny, I was just thinking about that before I said nuclear war. I, it had to be... Last year or something, I played one of those emergency broadcast things on the radio, and I had people actually about to leave work, man. I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, man, you don't ever listen to Hollywood doing shit, man. And they almost left work about it. I was like, damn, man. But anyway, I was thinking about this stuff, and the reason why I was thinking about it is I was looking around the house, and I'm sure you guys do too, saying... Man, I'm really not prepared for an emergency in this place. The preppers, everybody calls them conspiracy theorists and shit like that. But they're actually the only smart ones. Because they got years of food planned. They got their exit strategies going. And when that fire happened behind our house, it was like... Okay, do we got a fire plan at least? And we didn't even have a fire plan. I don't know what it is. It's my old age, uh, midlife crisis, whatever you may be. But I'm trying to be on the casual side, if you know what I mean. You know, be prepared. So I say to my son, what happens if a zombie apocalypse happens? What the fuck am I going to tell you, he says. I was like, what do you mean you're not going to tell me? I'm your dad. Well, if I tell you, then you're going to tell everybody on the air, then everybody else is going to have my plan. And I have to say, the kid's right. Now, do you share a plan with your fa uh, family and friends? Do you get to a meeting point uh, if something happens? See, I worry all the time now because my oldest daughter is six hours away from me. So if something bad happens, how do I get to my daughter? Where before, boom, I'd just jump on the bike and go. But six hours is a long way. So what should my plan be to get to my kid if something happens? Now the government will tell you to shelter in place 
And I'll say, go fuck yourself. I ain't leaving my daughter out there. I ain't leaving my kids anywhere out there where I'm not around. Call me Papa Bear. Whatever. But that is the dilemma I've been facing lately. Is trying to come up with all these plans. And again, I might be going through a midlife crisis and overthinking everything. But I want to know how to get there. Do I have her meet at a predetermined meeting spot halfway? What do I do? What would you do in that situation? What would you do in a situation if you ever watched the movie Day After? Now, that was a movie from the 80s, man. It chilled everybody to the bone because that was at the height of the Cold War with the Soviet Union. Yes, us kids back then, we, you know, we're taught that duck and cover crap, which wouldn't have done nothing. But that movie came out and scared everybody on all sides. What kind of planning do you need for something like that? Because I went down, looked in the basement, and said, okay, what do I got down here? Yeah, we got the concrete walls and stuff. Poor sand, I guess, in front of the, or dirt in front of uh, the window, but you still got an unfinished basement with a ceiling. Not too much of a shelter if it's needed. And we got to worry because, yeah, we might be in the middle of the country, but we do have a nuclear plant about 40 miles from here. And you know them freaking zipper heads, Chinese, and them Rootskis will target that damn nuclear plant. So it'll be close. I have to prepare here. I have to have a plan. It's funny, I was listening to Tim Pool. I really like his journalistic stuff, Tim Pool. You can find him on YouTube everywhere you can find him. He purposely left the city and moved to West Virginia. Now, his office is in Maryland, but I guess, you know, they're all connected, you know, it's easy. But I guess he left for the specific reason of civil unrest right now. A lot of people believe that there's going to be some kind of civil war, some kind of conflict happening. And a lot of people are preparing for it. Grace, our dude, if that blows, you're dead. No plan needed. I don't know, man. You know, I, I even got to the point where I pulled up that nuclear map where to tell you the radius and stuff. I'm way outside the radius, but then you have to worry about the fallout. And that's what I was looking at the basement and stuff like that for. Because I already know I got to go grab the daughter and the grandbabies over here. It's just getting to my eldest daughter. That worries me. Because my China doll, the one I was praising a little earlier, and I can't believe I did that, let her move six hours away. Oh, you just got to let her grow up. You got to let her be an adult. Yeah, not six hours away from me. I can't get to her. You already know how I am about the kids. I got to be able to reach them. So I blame China Dow for a lot of this mess. I blame her 100% for getting me into this train of thought. But doesn't that always happen with a woman? They always get you into something that you don't want to be into. 
Then I started going and looking at these bomb shelters. You know, the ones that you dig out your ground and you put a bomb shelter in. But all it is basically is a tube. You know, like one of them sewer tubes. How comfortable can that shit be? Because during a nuclear blast or a zombie apocalypse, you got to stay for a while. You know, you got to sit there. And I was getting jealous, these multi-millionaire pricks. They're buying these old nuclear silos. And they're making comfortable bomb shelters. So while there's millions of people dying out there, these assholes are sipping on martinis in their bomb shelters. Sad state of affairs. But then, do you blame them because... The general population isn't ready for an emergency like this. Look at this COVID stuff. Now take away COVID. Take it away. Boom. Bye. Substitute it for Ebola. Something that we know will kill your ass in a heartbeat. What if that started getting into an uh, epidemic like COVID did with other people? You're going to have craziness going. It's gone, man. This is, The country's falling. So at that point, you're dealing with riots. You're dealing with people killing each other. You're dealing with martial law. What kind of plan do you put in place? Now, it was very interesting when I was looking up this prepper stuff. Not only do they prep for themselves, but they have meeting points. For other preppers to build a community after everything settles down. I was like, yeah, that's kind of like the Walking Dead and shit, man. They start there building them freaking medieval fortresses and stuff like that. Hey, that's a good idea because us as humans need other human contact to uh, stay sane. Now, I wouldn't uh, especially say that if, uh, you know, a couple guys were up... uh, in a spaceship on a nine-month Mars deal and had to had to deal with China Dow because she talked her ears off and they'd wish that they didn't have uh, human contact. True story. Let's see here. Bedlam, if a missile hits the Midwest, St. Louis might as well kiss my ass goodbye as the radius is 200 miles depending on how many missiles and their tar- location of targets. You know what's even worse, man? Is Montana, there's like no peoples there. There's more elk and deer out there than peoples. So what happens? You have a perfect place to go down under. And the damn military has to put all these missile silos up out there, man. So then they're going to target Montana. That's some bad shit right there. That's bullshit. Now, the map I only looked at was a 25-mile radius, but uh, depends on the kilotons and all that type of stuff. But I just thought it would be interesting to hear from you guys what you would do in a situation like this. Do you guys have an actual plan of attack? Because I have to say, I've been slacking on this issue. You know, when we had the fire that everybody had to evacuate, the best that we did was go to a campground. And then you had to hear China Dow bitching about being at the campground. It was like, you knew now this is serious, right? 
You do know that, right? And it's like, she oblivious. It's oblivious. You can have a damn freaking zombie knocking at the front door. And she would answer and say hi. While the damn thing's breaking through the window to eat her ass. She would. She'd sit there and say hi and have a conversation with it. China Doll something else. I got to give it to her. She is oblivious to a lot of dangers in these world. And it scares the shit out of me. How about you guys? Are your wives the same thing? When there's an emergency going down, do they ask why? Why do I have to do this? Or what do you mean when you're trying to get your ass out of there? Well, why do we got to run? She reminds me of one of them broads in a horror movie that sit there and scream, 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 and then starts running then trips over herself. That's what China Dow reminds me of. That's exactly what she would do in an emergency. And we were going over to, you know, the emergency uh, protocols on my motorcycle. And the first thing I had to tell her was, don't ask why, just do. Why is it so hard for women to understand something like this? It's not because we're trying to be jerks. No. We're trying to be your protectors. We're trying to make sure you're safe. But you guys, even in an emergency, you guys are giving us hell. What's wrong with you people? Don't give me hell while I'm trying to help you. Insanity. We're going to go to our first music break. This is rocking with Hollywood after all. We got Men of War in the house. We got Disturbed, Avenged Sevenfold, and Motley Crue on the night. We'll be right back. Oh. 
weapons. Tell my family how I died. Until then, I will be strong. I will fight for all that is real. All who stand in my way will Yeah, that'd be a good one to play during a nuclear war, wouldn't it? Warriors of the world, while you're out there sipping on some Jack Daniels smoking a big old fatty and waiting for the fireworks to uh, commence. Coming up uh, after Disturbed, we got some personal issues that no one at work needs to hear.
Security! This is one DJ you don't want to fuck with. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Listen to James Hollywood Machikari Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Rockin' with Hollywood. And listen to the best 80s heavy metal to today. Rock on! Oh yeah, right on, baby. Did you guys see the announcement? Insane Throttle TV is coming to Roku, as well as Amazon Fire, baby. And one thing that I didn't tell you guys about is there is a reality show that will be coming out on in, uh, what is it, March of 2022. You are going to love it, man. Oh, I love having another uh, platform. Where I don't have to worry about censorship because it's on my own damn channel. Anyway, you know what? This, before we get into this thing, let's see here. Uh, DeWitt, let me ask uh, Grizz's question. Hollywood, did you know if they drop a bomb in a, a melt a bunker, it would take out northeast within a 500 mile radius? No, I didn't know that, man. But you guys now are going to make me go freaking do some research and shit. That's going to get me off my Pornhub research. Uh, anyway, uh, remember the other video where I was talking about people were always bitching about me defending the pagans and stuff? Well, today I did that little Dave episode, which, you know what? He dropped a lot of bombs, man. A lot of bombs. Uh, but that subject matters uh, to the side. Everybody was always, def you know, saying, hey, you're defending pagans, you're defending Magos, you're always defending this, this, and this. You know, you can't win with these people. You really can't. So when I looked at this comment just now on that video, why are you always backing the worst clubs in the country? You defended the pagans. It is proven they are now full of former Iron Order cops actual recruited gang members and people who paid $600 and received a patch in the mail get behind some real clubs 81 outlaws banditos support legitimate clubs that are holding to tradition not clubs who are just old but have turned to trash hmm that's the stuff I gotta deal with guys this is the morons I gotta deal with I don't know what it is that these people, these hooked on phonic dropouts don't get. That it's a no show, you dumbasses. What is wrong with you people? But that's the stuff I got to deal with. Yes, I have defended uh, the pagans in the past because of Freddy. He's a friend of mine. Rooster, he's a friend of mine. And, of course, I'm going to defend clubs uh, against the freaking news media because they don't get a lot of fair shake. But, hell, even when I do do something, I don't try to hold uh, that much against uh, any one club. But, anyway, I just had to throw that out there. That's what I got to deal with with these retards. So, personal issues. And here's one problem I always have with China Dow. This is the one I have problems with China Dow with. Because my China doll, she always loves to be right in the middle of all the drama. That's China. It's like one of those deals where you might have a door closed and she hears the whiff of drama. She opens that door and says, drama, I'm here. 
she jumps right into it. I don't know if it's a habit. I don't know if it's a fetish. But she loves jumping in the middle of drama. And there's no better place to get drama than at work. Especially her work where there's a bunch of broads. I actually feel sorry for the lone male there around all them freaking juiced up tacos ready to get some drama going. I couldn't stand it. You know, I personally couldn't. By the way, China Dow, bring me home some chocolate. I'm having one of them deals when you get off of work. <laughs> you like that? I could say, hey, what do I want with chocolate? Anyway, why can't people keep their relationship business to themselves? Why can't they do it? Well, China would say, well, I just wanted to be a friend. No, you just wanted to get the skinny on the business that's happening. I know you already. But you'll have people say, well, I just wanted to get advice. Why do you want to get advice for on your relationship? That's your personal business. Should I cheat on them? Or should I divorce them? Those are the questions you're going to ask somebody else? That's crazy. It actually, it gets even worse when you bring that stuff to your work. I always believed, and I don't know what you guys are going to say, that work is work. And your personal life is your personal life. You always keep that separated. I, I've always believed in that. Why do you think I don't throw a lot of personal stuff out about the, what I do with uh, the sickles and all that other type of stuff? Uh, clubs, any of that. I don't talk about it because that's personal. This is my professional stuff. You got to keep them separated. When you bring that kind of stuff to work... And especially a corporate office, because everybody knows how much drama goes on in a corporate office. They can use this kind of stuff against you. Let's face it, human beings, they always want to... Nobody can be real anymore. Nobody can be straight anymore. They're always angling for what's better for them. And I get it, it's human nature. They're all out for themselves. But at the same time... You have to have some kind of freaking dignity or honor or loyalty to something. When you're talking about your personal issues, say at a corporate type of deal, and say you're up for a freaking promotion. Okay, you're up for a promotion. Well, the one running against you for that promotion is going to say, you know what, I don't know if she's going to, you know, I'm just telling you on the down low, that way you have all the information. I don't know if she's going to be able to put the hours in because I heard she's going through a messy divorce that's going to take her attention off of her work. They use it against you. That example right there is one of the most common ones that happen. And by God, don't bring in your pre... One thing I don't understand on an interview. One thing. Is when an interview... uh, When an employer's interviewing somebody for a job. 
and they start bringing up previous employment drama, okay? Why would you even want to hire somebody like that? If they're that butthurt over their previous employer, don't you think if things go sideways, they're going to do the same thing to you? You're damn right they're gonna. That's why I don't understand why people don't think of that. They don't think about how they're going to be frowned upon when they're going for that job. Why would you even bring that up in an interview? I never understood that. What if you initiated a strike? You think the new company is going to say, hey, come on board? No, they're going to say you're trying to get a strike going and you're trying to unionize the place. People are just hooked on phonics stupid. What's even funnier is when you bring up legal troubles, okay? This one I'm reading from the site. It implies two things. You have poor judgment and a litigious personality. Meaning, are you going to sue them? Because everybody knows that it's sue happy now. That's all people want to do. You spill a freaking cup of hot coffee on your freaking schlong. Next thing you know, you want to sue somebody, but it was your fault for letting it freaking spill on your schlong. What, would you want them to serve it cold or something? Makes no sense. So if I hear somebody that sues a lot, I'm going to keep you at arm's freaking length. I don't want you around me. Because you're so happy and you're a freaking schluck. It was funny. Because I handle a lot of my own legal stuff. At the other uh, business I had, a guy come in there and he tried to freaking uh, scam me. Ended up going to court. And boy, did I wipe his ass off. I wiped them out, man. Beat him six times or something like that. The guy had a history of bringing businesses to court. Those people are freaking morons. I need a slap in the fucking dick. That's one of them deals where you set China Dial on them and have her uh, punch them right in the dick. That's the type that needs to be, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare, baby. Well, according to CSAC, I haven't been playing enough music, so I'm going to play one more right here before we get going in our conversation and get more deep into this conversation. We got it, Ben Sevenfold.
station are you listening to right now? What? This is... Good morning, baby! That was so exciting. Tune in every morning at 8.15 Central Standard Time for The Hoot with China Doll and Hollywood on WMMRDB Rockford. Ah, great, SIL. Go ahead and flash them lights. Just make me have a seizure, why don't you? Great. That's what I love about my SIL. Uh, you know what? She, uh, you know, I kind of miss her, uh, China Doll. You know, when's she coming back down? You know, we got to do some fishing before the river freezes over. Uh, anyway, don't forget, members, the YouTube Saturday, it will be dropping. I got to get a time for you, but those are the member-only videos. Only you guys can see the content on that one, as well over on Patreon patreon damn mike so don't forget that on saturday and we also have our ruku coming out soon i'm actually uh been very in depth working on that stuff and uh finally got it to where i could put a date on it coming out if you are a creator here's what i'm gonna do for you guys you guys, if you want to make content, it has to be professional because it's going to be on the Roku. It's totally different than YouTube. This is an actual streaming on demand service. You can be on the, you can get a show, but you have to put at least a, once a week, throw me the content to put up there. So there has to be a new show every week. And later on, uh, probably next week or the week before, I'm going to be holding a, a meeting, a virtual conference in the Discord server with creators to work on the details if they want to be on the channel. It reaches a lot more people than YouTube does. So to give you an opportunity to get your brand out there, your name out there, uh, the whole nine yards. I do apologize for being late today because of the audio program. It sucks <laughs> that it happened, but it happened. Uh, so, yeah, I know it's only a 45-minute show uh, tonight for Rockin' with Hollywood because of the first 15 minutes has got screwed up. Uh, but hopefully uh, we got some material that uh, China Doll and myself can cover on uh, Monday's Morning Hoot. There will not be a Morning Hoot show tomorrow uh, because China Doll has to work because some stupid-ass boss screwed her shit up. And that means that there ain't going to be the other half of the morning hoot. So we'll see on Monday with everything. Don't forget uh, Sunday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, we'll be on the pre-party with Wild on Twos. Uh, I think J-Man, if he got his internet uh, connection fixed, would be on there as well. So don't forget to go on over there. And then, of course, we got the round table. Uh, with that, guys, appreciate you tuning in tonight. I'll catch you on the other side, man. I'll talk to you later. Rock on.